Hi, you're listening to the Hand Discover Accessible Travel Chat with your host, me, Paralympian Jonathan Drain. Over the next few weeks, I will be talking to a range of different people with disability backgrounds and what this means in terms of travel accessibility. I will explore their background as well as their travel experiences and stories, the difficulties they have encountered whilst traveling, and also how they have overcome these obstacles. Today's guest is none other than former captain of England and Paralympic GB's cerebral palsy football team, Jack Rutter. At 18, Jack was an aspiring Premier League footballer who had spent eight years with the Birmingham City Academy. But in 2009, just months before he was due to find out if he would be offered a professional contract, he was punched to the ground outside a nightclub in Gloucester. The unprovoked assault left Jack with brain damage and death in one ear, resulting in his professional football career to be over before it had begun. Yet, after years of extensive rehabilitation, a remarkable recovery has led Jack to captaining the England cerebral palsy football team. It's a second chance at a sporting career, and he uses this outstanding story of resilience to inspire many people. Jack has now played in five major tournaments, the Intercontinental Cup, European Championships, two World Championships, and the Paralympic Games in Rio, where he captained the GB team. So, without further ado, this is my conversation with Jack Rutter. The Hand Discover Accessible Travel Chat is brought to you by Hand Discover, the first community-based holiday accommodation booking website dedicated to people with special needs and disabilities. With over 23,000 accessible accommodations on their website, you can now travel with peace of mind knowing that your accommodation will provide full accessibility and accommodate for your needs in the most accessible format possible. So visit handdiscover.com now and use the code TRAVEL30 to get £30 off your first booking with Handdiscover. Jack. Hello John, how are you mate? I'm good mate, how are you? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you, all good, cheers mate. Thank you so much for um, deciding to join us on this podcast, um, so I'm quite excited about this one. Thank you, no worries at all, my pleasure, I'm glad to be on. So as always, part of the show, we always do um, a little bit of a spontaneity activity, which is basically, I'll give you a name or a topic, and you give a one word response. Okay. But so there's not much time for thinking, Jack. You've just got okay. to come one over. Word, one word answer. One word answer. Yeah. Right. Go on. All right. So the first word, the first topic: camping. Fire. Ukraine. Football. Pogba. Free kick. D- duty free. Free. <laughs> um, so this this one, I, I'm not sure how this is pronounced, but. Pasta alla norma. Bolognese. <laughs> the number three. Left back. Warm up. Boring. <laughs> um, and finally, laces. Boots. Boots, right. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to jump now into the main questions. So um, okay. what's the most exotic place that you have visited? Oh. Great question. The most exotic place 
I've ever visited Ooh. would have to be Thailand. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, the South Island, so like Kotel, Copenhagen, probably Peepy Island, where the film called The Beach was um, was filmed. That was Leonardo uh, DiCaprio, day, wasn't Leonardo it? Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. So you get the boat across, absolutely beautiful. Like, even when the, when the sun's setting and you're in the water and you throw the water in the air, it sparkles like it's made of diamonds. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so in terms of like an exotic place... Um, it would have to be Thailand. I've been to probably more more beautiful places in many ways. I like the I like Brittany in France. I love Cornwall, um, but in terms of exotic, it has to be uh, Thailand and probably PP Island definitely. So um, as in t- so, I know very little about Thailand in general. But as in terms of culture wise, what stands out to you? Oh, it's just absolutely mental. <laughs> it's a mental place, like the funnest place ever. Mm. Really good value for money. Um, and the people are so so friendly. They just go out their way to make sure you're having a having a great time. The food's good. I, I used to love having just the pad thai, which is the local dish. Yeah. And I remember you could go you could go around the streets in Bangkok, get a pad thai, big old big massive plate of pad thai and a can of coke, and it probably cost you like no more than a pound. Oh Literally, wow! It's such good value for money. And as I said, the people are just full of smiles, always trying to make sure you're having a great time. Um, it's a beautiful place to go to. Different types of places you can go diving. You've got this. You've got Bangkok to get, um, you know, cheap sort of good merchandise, clothing and stuff like that to take home. Um, you can go on boat trips. You go on the on the mopeds on the cliff around the cliffs and looking at beautiful views there. So it, it really does have absolutely everything and a great party place as well. Oh right, yeah. Because so you um, one thing I know about Thailand is is what's the um, is there like a New Year event or something like that? The something to do. Yeah, with the you? full moon. Oh, wow, I've been to two. Yeah? Oh. <laughs> I've been to two full moon parties, yeah. So that's every, it's every it's every month. So it's whenever the full moon is every month. But I've not, not been to that to the New Year one, but I've been to the full moon party twice, and it's just packed, thousands and thousands of people, mostly Brits, obviously, because <laughs> we love a good time, uh, all over Copenhagen, the island in Thailand, and it's just... It's men, so everyone drinking buckets of vodka and, uh, and and all sorts. So yeah, it's a great time. Uh, the music, not so much. It's oh, it's a bit too hardcore for me. Drum and bass and stuff, not my cup of tea. But still a great a great night, all, all the same. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I think I'm gonna have to try and make a booking. But um, so the next question would be: Is why do you think it's important to travel? It's amazing to travel um, for many, many different reasons, just to experience um, new places. I like languages. I'm not necessarily very good at them, but I always try and pick up a bit of language. So I'm lucky enough to go to like Spain, Italy and France. And I always try and learn some sayings and try and maybe, you know, greet people in their language, uh, order some food in their language. I think it's respectful and showing you're actually trying. So it's good for language, good for food, trying different types of food experiencing um, different cultures, um, I think is excellent. And when you see like a postcard or something on telly, it's like amazing, it's inspiring, but actually to see it with your own eyes and the true beauty of a, of a landscape or some water or a beach or a city is what it's all about. And I always try and go somewhere new every year because it's great to experience all of those things. So oh, I've been there and it was amazing, or I've been there, you know what, it actually wasn't as good as I thought it may have been. So great experiences um, and you just learn so much from just traveling around the world. So I always want to challenge you in terms of um, your ability to speak other languages. Okay. Can you give me an example? Maybe if we say Spanish? Oh, don't say Spanish. Say French. <laughs> French. Ask, oh, ask French. again. Go on, go on. French then. In French, I'd say, well, I'm reaching my memory. So 
bonsoir, monsieur. Je suis. Je m'appelle Jack, je sais, mon nom est Jack. Je voudrais, I would like, un coca, s'il vous plaît. So, that's a, that's a, a coke, please. Uh, et uh, je voudrais un uh, poulet frit, so chicken chips, chips um, for, my, for, my, for my dinner, please. Yeah, so that's what I'd probably say. <laughs> something like that. I need to brush up on it. I'm going back again in the summer. I always, uh, I always struggle to begin with, and you put me on the spot there, to be fair. But I, 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 I know, I've you... got my can of coke and my chicken and chips. That's the main thing. I need a smile at me and laugh, so it'll, it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> you could have sounded more English. <laughs> I was trying to put on the French accent as well. Don't, don't lose it. <laughs> People will warm to you more. <laughs> right, so, um, oh, there's me being professional. I've completely lost my place. Right, so, how old are you, Jack? I'm 28. Right, so you've probably reach that point in your life where you actually have to prepare for things so uh, I'm, so I'm 32 yeah. and I don't at all um, <laughs> I'm completely dependent on my girlfriend so how do you prepare pre-travel so do you sort of do your research and stuff or um, and basically things like that so how do you know where to visit so like for example Thailand or I, I mean you've done your homework with the French language there yeah you can tell yeah yeah, yeah. unbelievable <laughs> almost bilingual <laughs> um, I would say in preparation for things um, I always go to like France every year and Cornwall I've been going there as a kid so I don't really prep for those sort of things but new places I use um, what's called Lonely Planet which is oh. like a little sort of book you can get online or in stores and it just gives you like hidden little gems and I remember a trip I did to Malaga and it was just it was just class because you didn't go to say you know the touristy places the stereotypical places that are probably you know, a bit overpriced, not actually worth your money. You find little gems. I remember going to a really nice tapas place. The food was was exquisite. We found like a nice spa place with like different types of baths underground, which was, which was mental. But the, the highlight, and this may sound very silly to other people, but to me it was amazing. Is we found this little old restaurant um, on right by the beach. Literally, you could see the sea, and uh, there was this old couple. And there was no one in there. The, the place was a bit, you know, run down, a bit dirt about you know, old plastic chairs. We thought, was this really the right place? It was the right place. We sat down and we just said, oh, we'll just have the sardines then, please. And you just hear this guy whistle. And then this guy is literally in the sea, fishing these sardines out. He then whips them out. He cooks them up fresh and on your plate so the plate within five minutes. And that is fresh seafood right there. And it, it was exquisite. It was unbelievable. And something that I don't think necessarily you'd know about if you went went to a, like a touristy place. We found that in the Lonely Planet. So... That was a great trip um, to Malaga because we found hidden gems. So normally stick to the Lonely Planet to, to give me those sort of uh, ideas and places to visit. I, I see. I've I've heard of that before, but I've never really um, understood fully how you can use it and so on. So that sounds awesome. I no, think, it is really good. Really, really excellent. Definitely worth your money. Right. So the next question, Jack, is during your travels, have you had any interesting and unforgettable experiences? I've had a couple, so I'm going to talk about two. So, one was with England when I was playing for England. So, uh, we got to, no, we finished our trip in America, in and we we're in San Diego, and we we're all in our England gear and stuff. So, I don't know whether this was the reason why, but I remember being in the queue with all my teammates, and we we're handing our bags over to the guy behind the counter. And there's obviously the conveyor belt behind that takes your bags to the to the to the plane, 
And he was literally, I don't know whether, it was, like I said, he'd seen the England badge or he just didn't like it. He was just throwing them over his shoulder. Like, it was like a football or something. There was laptops in there. There was, you know, all your, all your items. Stuff. He was just launching it onto this conveyor belt, like, almost smiling to himself. I don't know whether, you know, we'd watched the games and seen that we'd beat them or whatever else. He wasn't <laughs> a fan of ours at all. And I remember just staring at him. And I thought to myself, look, decision, decision to make here, Jack. You're captain of England. You know, do you do you have a proper pop at him here and have a go at him and maybe you know get kicked out of the team for having a, a scuffle in an airport or what? So I literally just stared at him for about 90 seconds and we both had a stare off. And eventually, I just blew my cheeks out and went, right, you're an idiot, and walked off. But I couldn't believe that throwing throwing our bags on the on the conveyor. But I'm not sure what that was about. Uh, so that was the first one that was a bit of a weird one. The other one. This is, a, this is a funny story. So I was in Cancun um, and I went to spring break and uh, I oh, had a wow. really, really good time. Good few days. But I got to the airport on my, obviously on my last day and I was absolutely fine. You know, I, I wasn't drinking that day or anything. I was fine. But when I drink, sometimes afterwards, it can really, really affect my balance after my brain injury. Like it's a lot more noticeable. I'm a little bit wobbly and you know, I'd had quite a lot to drink and my balance had just totally gone and I wasn't as coherent, my memory wasn't very good. So I remember just sort of carrying my bags, you know, a bit all over the place to try and check in. And they were just like, um, are you all right, sir? Like, have you had something to drink today? I don't, you know, are you sure you're all right to fly? And I was like, no, I'm fine, you know. Um, I've just I've just had a lot to drink, but I'm fine now, I'm sober. I've just, I've just got bad balance problems sometimes after a brain injury that I suffered. They didn't really want to believe me, to be honest with you. Um, so any sort of advice I can give from that is that if you have had a brain injury, there's now these brain injury cards that you can get from the charity Headway. Um, so definitely use them because I'd love to have had a card then just to prove that I wasn't intoxicated. I wasn't, you know, drunk or anything. I just had bad balance because, you know, I'd had little sleep uh, and I had drunk quite a lot, but I was sober at the time. But just the balance had got totally gone in me uh, from the brain injury. So I wish I had that card to show them then. It wouldn't have been a problem. But they almost didn't let me on my flight, which is absolutely crazy to think because um, I was absolutely fine, really. But, um, yeah, that was an unexpected um, incident, to say the least, but it all worked out in the, well in the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I, had a, I remember I had a similar problem. I got refused an entry into a club once because my eyes were all over the place. I, oh, and like I don't, th- I don't think that I didn't have a card at the time, so it was really embarrassing because I actually had to Google myself to prove to the bouncer that I was allowed. That you, exactly, that's, that's what I mean. Cause it's mental. They just don't believe you. And like no. I'm okay most of the time, but some of the lads who are in my team have got cerebral palsy. Really, do can walk with like a limp, and you know, and yeah. they, they've had experience of not being allowed in, in clubs and people, you know, saying, "Are oh, you drunk?" or other things like that. So, in terms of a brain injury, now there are these cards. So. Um, yeah, definitely take it with you on your travels in case they try and not let you on your flight. <laughs> <laughs> right, only because... I, um, actually, that would be really cool because I think it would be really important because I know it means a lot to you, but just quickly go over in terms of your involvement with... Um, it's Head, Headway, isn't it? Yeah, Headway yeah. Charity. Yeah. So, like, um, so, yeah, what, yeah, how, so how are things were, moving forward? No, go on, go on. Sorry, John. Go on. No, 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 go on, go on. Go with what you were saying. I was just saying, yeah, so they're unbelievable charity. Um, they support people who have who have suffered uh, brain injuries and also um, their family members as well, try and get try and get back on their on their feet. Um, unbelievable charity going for 40 years now. They really, really helped me um, after my brain injury because it was really, really a struggle in terms of not just physically, my balance and coordination was all over the place, but, but mentally as well, mental illness. But my memory and my concentration was really bad. I had problems with my emotional control and I used to sleep all the time as well. So it was hard to manage my fatigue levels and they, they really helped me with that. They help 
so many people up and down the UK. So I'm now lucky enough to to be an ambassador for Headway, um, trying to you know do charity events and raise money for the charity, um, but also just show um, recognition for the charities and the fantastic work that they do. So I'm an ambassador now for them, which obviously makes me extremely proud because they helped me get myself back on their, on my feet. And now I want to try and um, help others as well through letting them know about Headway and the services that they offer. Brilliant. Um, pretty much then, so to end this on, it's going to be, what are you proudest of in life? Oh, what am I proudest of in life? Um, well, it'd be easy to say, you know, playing for England, captain in Great Britain, that's a, you know, an amazing accomplishment, something I'm very proud of. But I would say I'm most proud about the work that I do now. So I work as a mentor delivering uh, personal social development programs for Kelly Holmes, double gold Olympic champion. Most people know she is. She, she sets up a charity called the Dame Kelly Holmes Trust. Just seeing um, the difference that you know we as athletes can make on those young people's lives, going from not talking, no eye contact, no confidence to delivering social action projects, doing presentations, confidence growing and getting work and and achieving their goals is unbelievable. Um, my motivational speeches that, you know, I've gone from doing in, in little sort of primary schools with sort of 30 kids to UEFA conferences and football association conferences. I saw that recently. Uh, That's an amazing thing. Yeah, unbelievable, mate. I can't yeah. I have to pinch myself, honestly. So just having that impact on people, trying to raise awareness for disability football and you know, hopefully inspire others, motivate others. And my coaching. Um, I didn't think I would enjoy coaching as much as I did playing, but I'm actually starting to enjoy it more. Um, I don't know why, but just that feeling you get when you put on a training session and then the boys or the girls or whoever you're working with implement it in a game and then you win the game or play, play well and you see someone perform well or you've worked with, it gives you an amazing feeling. So it has to be the career that I have now, being a mentor, a motivational speaker and a sports coach. I absolutely love it. So that's probably what I'm most proud about. Wonderful answer. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that more or less brings us to the end, Jack. So, um, I all that's left is a massive thank you for your time. I could listen to you all the time. So, if you want to, <laughs> oh, if you want to produce uh, produce a podcast or something like that <laughs> about your day to day life, you'd at least have one listener. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but no, it's been great. It's great to be, uh, to be on the show, mate. Thank um, you, buddy, and uh, thank you for asking me. No, 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 no. Thank you, buddy. All right, then, take care. And you, all the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I want to thank Jack for featuring on this week's episode of the Hand Discover Accessible Travel Chat. Join me next week where I will be talking with world champion para-trap shooter Matt Goodwin. Until then, travel well. Discover Accessible Travel Chat is brought to you by Hand Discover. So visit handdiscover.com now and use the code TRAVEL30 to get £30 off your first booking with Hand Discover.